Positive Blue Notes on Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. The risks are we could suffer a significant cyber attack and we don't want that. So we want to make sure that we get enough people wanting to work in this space because it's so important and it is one of the growing jobs of the future. Today, ANZ's Linwin Connick and Erica Harding chat about staying smart online and the skills shortage in cybersecurity. We hope you enjoy the discussion. Linwin, this week at Stay Smart Online Week and ANZ is helping to celebrate that across Australia. In your mind, what are some of the simple things that individuals or businesses can do to protect themselves in an increasingly online world? Well, it's so important to be talking here as part of Stay Smart Online Week. It's a great initiative across Australia to help people do the right thing, to be secure when they're working online. The Stay Smart Online website has some really good information for people. I'd recommend people go there and sign up for the alerts. I do that to make sure I know what's going on. Uh, but there are some simple things that people can do and things that I do at home, uh, I would always recommend other people do as well. And one of those things, of course, is keeping software up to date. You know, that's a matter on your home laptop of making sure that you have automatic dates, updates switched on and that, you know, you're ready to include those updates on your system as soon as they become available. Another one for me that's really important is making sure that you don't do things while you've got administrator access on your laptop. I always make sure my children don't know the password to their administrator account. And that's the same in the workplace. We need to make sure that we control who has mm. access to um, be able to do things on our systems. And we need to make sure that we have the latest versions of software and security updates running on our system. So those are really simple things that everyone can do. Of course, having some antivirus software installed is really important. Making sure that we use good passwords and that we don't reuse passwords across a number of different sites and often a password manager will help people with that using a reputable password manager particularly for the multiple of sites that we have to sign up to and invent new passwords for we want to have good secure passwords but sometimes a password manager will help with that because it's not a good thing to reuse passwords across a number of different sites and of course probably one of the other most important things is having regular backups whether that's at home or at work if you have your system properly backed up if there's ever a problem it's easy to rebuild that system System, rather than, for instance, if you get affected by ransomware, feeling a need to pay the ransom in order to get your system back, it's better to be able to restore from a backup. So there's lots of things people can do. Speaking of ransomware, security experts often advise people to beware of suspicious messages. Do you have any rules of thumb of, of how to detect those? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's really hard to do sometimes, but mm. if an email comes from you and it's not introduced in the same way you would normally expect an email to be introduced. So for me, if it doesn't say, hi, Linwin or dear Linwin, if it just launches straight into some content, I sometimes think, well, that's probably coming from someone who doesn't really know me. Mm. Or if it's got, you know, strange looking language or it's, you know, this looks a bit odd in some way, or particularly if, if in the email they're asking for information about me or my personal details or login information, then that's a reason to be very suspicious. Or if it just says something abruptly like, click on this link here to find out more, then you can be very suspicious that maybe that is a link that you shouldn't be clicking on. I'd always advise people probably to be, be suspicious rather than trusting when it comes to emails from an unknown source. Why do you think it's important for organisations like ANZ to collaborate across industry and government and what more can we all do there? So it is really important. I often talk about the fact that what we're trying to do is help immunise the community against cyber attacks. 
So, you know, we all suffer if any significant organisation has a big cyber attack. Mm. Um, it erodes confidence in doing things online and that would, you know, harm the economy more broadly if, if that confidence wasn't there. So it's in all of our interest to make sure that there is trust across the community in doing things online and it's really important that we work with other organisations to share information that will make us all more secure and of course we connect to everyone else and so you know we can be infected through others that we work with it's really important that we help everyone including our customers and our stakeholders and our partners and other organisations that we work with to be more secure and the way we do that is through sharing information and sharing responses and we take that responsibility very seriously. So recognising that there's an international skills shortage around cyber security that's putting possibly both the public and the private sector at risk going forward, what are some of the things that organisations can do to contribute to building a talent pipeline for the future? Well, it's a, it's a, you know, it is a worldwide shortage in cybersecurity skills. And one of the reasons for that is because this business has just been expanding exponentially. You know, the... the the threats that we see online are increasing and the need to be able to do things online securely is increasing. But probably what we're finding is people stumble into the career rather than having a, a targeted view that this is a career for them. When they're mm. at school or earlier in that decision-making process, people are not thinking about cybersecurity careers. So that is, is one of the issues, that people haven't got this front and centre of mind that this is an important career for the future. So, you know, we we do face risks that we don't have enough people who have the expertise that we need or are even willing to work in this space. It's been a problem more broadly across IT and technology uh, careers, but specifically cybersecurity is a fairly new area of expertise and that is an issue for us and it's something that's a problem worldwide. So the more we can do to get a more diverse set of people interested in this career. And I think a lot of it's about interest. Yes. It's about generating the excitement and the understanding of the potential of this work, understanding how important it is, because that's a big motivator for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that my daughter, for instance, wants to do work that's important and meaningful yes. and is going to make a difference. And of course, this work that we do in cybersecurity has that effect. It is making a difference to you know, the prosperity of our nation, the prosperity of our businesses, and how, people, how secure people are when they do things online for personal reasons as well. So it is a very important um, career to be working in. And I think that's one of the things that will motivate more people to take this up. Until we start to see some of those motivators, do you think there's still a perception issue for people that is part of the barrier? I think there is a perception issue. I think a lot of people think that working in cybersecurity is something that's done in a back room, in the dark, that it's not very interesting, you don't get yes. to talk to anyone. And I think you and I know that that's not true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we spend most of our working lives talking to people and making decisions about things that are really important. And that's just one of the, you know, the career options in cybersecurity. Of course, there is also a great need for people who have very deep technical yes, skills. Absolutely. And those technical skills are really interesting. I think a lot of people think it might be very routine, that you're sitting at a keyboard doing routine process it's work. Bash, isn't it's it? It's not like that at yeah. all. You know, it's, it's highly analytical. It requires a lot of curiosity. It requires, you know, intelligence. Taking advantage of a lot of the latest technology. And it's changing every day. Yeah. And it's always new. And, you know, and in my career in this space, which has been a long one now, it changes every year. There's always something new to learn. And that's what's so exciting about it, whatever part of the career you work in. Yeah, absolutely. And if we don't do something about this, 
what do you think the risks are? What could happen? The risks are we could suffer a significant cyber attack and we don't want that. So we want to make sure that we get enough people wanting to work in this space because it's so important and it is one of the growing jobs of the future. So one of the things we're doing is we're working with a lot of the educational institutions to help develop better courses and get more people trained in cybersecurity. So we're working with Deakin University uh, to work on the cybersecurity content of their courses. We're also starting to talk to the new academic centres of cybersecurity excellence mm. and looking at how we can get you know, more educational material that enables people to get the qualifications that will help them progress their careers in cybersecurity or start their careers in cybersecurity. So that's an important part of it is working with those organisations, but there's also a wealth of material online where people can learn and like you can also join an organisation like ANZ to learn cybersecurity skills. Mm. So we take very seriously the role of actually developing people and providing further education, whether we're taking people who start from a very strong base with significant experience and training in cybersecurity, or we take people who are new to this area and what sorts of courses and educational material and opportunities to do different jobs that, you know, encourage people to learn new skill sets in this space. That's an important part of growing the skills, not only for our organisation, but across the community. The more people that we have who are skilled in this area, the safer we will all be. Yeah, as you say, moving across perhaps from related fields as well, be it risk management or, or legal roles where you've built a career, cyber is definitely a space that's interesting and forever changing. So some great opportunities, it I is. think. I think one of the most important things, of course, is explaining to people how exciting jobs are in cyber and information security. And there's such a diversity of careers that people can have. And, you know, these are the careers of the future. It's going to only become more and more important that we have good cyber security. And this is an area that's going to be growing. Uh, so part of it is about explaining to people the sorts of opportunities that we have available and the diversity of careers that you can have too. And another part of it is making sure we get people from a diverse range of backgrounds and skill sets. So one of the programs I've been heavily involved in is encouraging more women to have an interest in cybersecurity careers because, you know, we're half the population and yet we're not half of the cybersecurity workforce. And yet there are so many good jobs mm. in cybersecurity. And sometimes I think it's about explaining to people the sorts of opportunities there are and the diverse range of careers we can have. But it's not only about getting more women, it's about getting people from all different sorts of backgrounds. So there's a lot of jobs that you know, do have significant technical content and we want people with good technical yes. background and that's yep. really important. We need deep technical expertise, but we also want people with different backgrounds. So we might get people who've got good interpersonal and communication skills, change management skills. We might get people from a legal background. So there's all sorts of different careers that people can move from into a cyber or information security career. And we need those sorts of people. We need people with different backgrounds. Uh, we need people with different skill sets, as well as people who've got strong technical skills and backgrounds and have studied very technical subjects at university. And we need people at all ages and levels in our workforce. So we need people who come straight from school or university, as well as people who have got experience mm. in other workforces and can bring those different sets of knowledge into this very broad and interesting career. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a particular project of passion or something that you've done in your career that you think other people could benefit from and perhaps entice them into considering cybersecurity? 
project of passion. Mm. Well, there's um, you know there's so many opportunities to do interesting work in this space, and I've worked in you know technical areas, and I've worked in policy areas. And I guess what I would say to people is you know take the leap into a career in this space because there's so many different things you you can do. One of the things I found really interesting was working on the review of Australia's cybersecurity and talking to organisations across Australia on what we need to do to make sure Australia is safe and secure in cyberspace and then developing the uh, new national cybersecurity strategy. And so for me, having been a very technical person who came from a background of implementing cybersecurity operational capabilities and then we'll move into the policy space just showed me how many different sorts of careers you can have in the one area. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely agree with that coming from a HR and change management background myself. I, I can concur. What role do you see for individuals like human-centred design and some of the areas of expertise that we're seeing emerging across the industry? That's incredibly important. Um, and one of the things that I think is really important in cybersecurity is to make it easy for people to do the right thing. So if we think about how we design systems, how we design security capabilities so that it is easy for people to be secure, so that human-centred design approach yeah. will make everyone more secure. So often I talk about the fact that using biometrics, it's much easier to use a thumbprint than remember a complex password. Yes. So you can make it easier for people to be secure and make it a better customer experience or a better employee experience at the same time. So that's the ideal, is that we bring those different disciplines together and make a customer interfaces easier to use, but also more secure. Thanks, Lynn. I think that's been really interesting and I'm excited to see the other activities that occur across Day Smart Online Week across it's, Australia. It's going to be a great week. We all look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team.